Episode 20 of Off Topic. It's our second episode of the new year. We all have mics, and Nick is no longer in the closet after last week. Okay. Congratulations, Nick. Yeah, congrats. All right. Hey, shut up, man. (laughs) For those of you listening, Nick had technical difficulties and had to go in the closet. He is not actually gay. We just wanted to get that one out there. Uh. Let's move into some sports after that. NBA news. There were a couple of injuries this past week. Both Markel Fultz of the Orlando Magic and Thomas Bryant of the Washington Wizards both tore their ACLs. Um, I think Markel Fultz is probably the bigger name here because he was a starter for the Magic, which means more Cole Anthony, Ian's North Carolina point guard. My guy. He's actually been playing decently. Yeah. Pretty decently. You want to go, Nick? Yeah, sorry. I was like, I haven't heard anything from Cole Anthony. I like, I haven't heard like any of the stats or anything. I've just seen like clips, but if like Bleacher Reports posting him, like he's taken a couple ankles this year. Oh, okay. So he's got handles, but I knew that. <laughs> yeah, he's averaging like nine points off the bench. I want to say so. He, he's That's doing fine. decent. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Bryant. He was the starting center for the Washington Wizards. And he may not be a big name, but he was averaging 14 and 10 in a breakout year. So that's a big loss. That's a <laughs> breakout year for a two and eight team. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we'll, we'll, well, let's just get into that. Washington's yeah. two and eight. Scott Brooks is on the hot seat, and they don't have Russell Westbrook for a week now with a quad injury. Dude, it's just falling apart there. They suck so fucking bad, dude. They are one of the worst basketball teams I've ever seen. Like, they suck. I remember at the beginning of the year, um, a lot of like reporters were like, yeah, you know, like a team that I think we should all look out for in the East is the Wizards with uh, Brad Beal and Russell Westbrook. They might make some noise and they they were a little off on that one. Brad Beal had 60 against the Sixers and 41 against Boston and they lost both of those games. I was about to say, how long do you think Brad Beal goes until uh... – you request a trade out of Washington. Well, Liam, do you remember when all the Giannis stuff came out? Brad Beal was one of the guys he wanted. I do remember that. I do remember that. Could you imagine the Bucks with Brad Beal? See, if they got Brad Beal, I think they would have to give up Middleton. And Middleton's yeah, having would. an unreal year right now. Yeah, I would yeah. say right now Middleton is probably the best player on the Bucks. Uh, he's probably in the best season so far, yeah. Yeah. That's, like, yeah, I, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's a question. Giannis is the best player, mm-hmm. but no, Middleton's like he's he's balling. I, the Middleton haters have been real quiet this year, and I love that because mm-hmm. I've always backed that guy. Yeah, I mean, remember last year Middleton was almost part of the 50-40-90 club. This he year, was, so far, he in ten games he's part of the fifty fifty ninety club. Yeah, that's nuts. And one of those games, he had like ten points and shot like. 20%. If you take away that game, like he's, yeah, he's having a really good year, but mm-hmm. like nobody, the media will never talk about Chris Middleton, but that's fine. Cause like the, the league people in the league know what he does. I remember KD was talking about him a couple years ago. Like, yeah, he'll never get any recognition, but like the guys around the league know how good he actually is and like respect mm-hmm. him a lot for it. Yeah. 
Uh, one other player that's been really good these past couple of games is uh, Nick's Zach Levine. He's averaging 38.3 points the last three games. Yes, they've dropped their last three, but they so they they should have won every single game. So they lost to Sacramento, the Lakers, and Clippers, and they lost by four, two, and three points to each team. I actually swear on my life, I am watching a replay of the Bulls Clippers game right now. What this is Zach Levine had forty five last night. No, I watched the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and he airballed the last three. <laughs> but, yeah. But he he was uh, ten for sixteen though from three last night. That's insane. Is he a top fifteen player in the league, Nick? Yes. Top fifteen. Yeah, I know. That's like that's highly rated. I'd have to go. I'd have to make a list of fifteen and see. But uh, I I think he's got he's around like the top twenty line. I think. I don't do know. You know about top do you 15. know where ESPN and like Bleacher Report ranked him? They ranked him lower than Lonzo Ball, and I wanted to sh- like I, oh. that is the most egregious thing I've ever seen in my life, bro. Well, those lists don't matter. They list Zion at like eleven at the they start also, of this year. Yeah. They also had Laurie Marketing on that list, and he sucks. Oh, you he, don't like Lowry anymore? Uh, he hasn't done anything. Uh, we need to trade him, and literally any player who plays more than twelve games is a better is a better player than Lowry because Lowry <sighs> is hurt all year. How's Pat Williams doing? Actually, really good. Like, good. actually, like really good. Like, I'm very happy with how he's playing. Like, he had seventeen last night. Nick, your yeah, thoughts like, on uh, Lari has really changed over these past four weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's switched <laughs> from hating on Patrick Williams <laughs> to hating on Lowry. <laughs> uh, something's never changed. Uh, who else went off is Steph Curry. He didn't have as many points against the Clippers, but I think he was like close to a triple-double or something like that. Well, they were da- the Warriors were down by 22 with two mm-hmm. minutes left in the third quarter, and they won by 10. And Curry just fucking, I watched the game and it was nuts. Like when Curry gets going, dude, he is, it's just so fun to watch. And um, I saw people talking about this on Twitter as well, but like, you know how people make a wall to guard Giannis from keeping him driving in the paint. Teams make a wall to stop Steph Curry from shooting a three. Like he is just so lethal. It's fucking. And when, like, like I said, when he gets going, you can't leave him an inch of space or he's just going to hit it in your face. Yeah, I think I know we make fun of uh, Draymond Green last week for only scoring two points. One, uh, it was one point. Was one, one point. One. <laughs> oh, I was overestimating that. Uh, but only scoring one point. But his return to the lineup has allowed like Steph Curry to move to like off the ball role, and that's really where Steph Curry thrives. Like he 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 can like dribble and like do like a spot up shot, but he's much better when he's catching and shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, he- uh, Warriors have been playing a lot better recently. Yeah, the Steph Curry slander has been absolutely erased from the media because Steph Curry is that dude. And just because they start off, they've had four games, does not mean that he sucks. Yeah, well, the Curry slander never should have been there anyway. No, I know. He's he he. Honestly, if he keeps playing the way he is, he's going to be in the MVP conversation at the end of the year. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't help when you have Kelly Oubre Jr. just – Absolutely bricking shot for yeah, shot. Yeah, did you did you see that? Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yes, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know so right say. now they're 19th uh, in three point percentage, and if Kelly Oubre had, 
didn't attempt one three, they'd be fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ubre like, sucks. He's terrible. Yeah, just, that's rem- crazy. Just remember, Kelly Ubre Jr., he's basically worth over $80 million this season since they went into the luxury tax to get him. Yeah, Maybe they just want their team to be better looking. <laughs> and will they if they achieve that? Yeah, because he's a he's a great looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mellow Ball, he's looking pretty nice. He recorded a triple double, becoming the youngest player ever to do so. And I believe the night before he was one assist away from recording a triple double. So almost back to back triple doubles in his what, probably eighth, ninth game. Mm-hmm. It's unreal. He's fantastic this year and he doesn't start yeah Yeah. he's only getting like 20 something minutes a game yeah he's very very good Devontae graham and Devontae graham has sucked this year because last year he was so good yeah um like i don't know if i feel like it's time for mellow ball to start because he's definitely playing better than Devontae graham right now Mm -hmm. and uh, he's had a really really good start to the year yeah yeah and the game where he was one assist away, that was against his uh, older brother, Lonzo, against the Pelicans. That was Who, a good game. He was also the first, the youngest player to record a triple-double. And then Markel Fultz broke that record in like a week later. Mm-hmm. And now Melo Ball just broke Fultz's record. Yeah, Fultz came off, well, Melo Ball came off the bench, but Fultz came off the bench as well when he broke it too. So, yeah. uh, what, from one rookie to another, Anthony Edwards, did you guys see his late-game blunder? Yeah, Actually, that's, we didn't. That's just a rookie. That's just a rookie mistake right there. Like, that's just, oh, we need a three instead of taking the easy two. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, Anthony Edwards got the ball. They were down three with what? Probably like five seconds left. Yeah. It was like, yeah, around there. And he got the ball and he went up for an easy layup wide open. At the last second, he's like, oh, crap. Like, we need a three and passed it out and ended up losing the game because of it. Uh, I don't know. I he should have just taken the layup. I mean, that's just a rookie mistake. Like an easy two foul, maybe with like three seconds left. Yeah, but it's like it's not that. It's not. It's really not that big of a deal, especially right now in the season. And that's obviously just a learning moment for him. But yeah, it's you. You just got to take the easy, the easy layup right there. Yeah, the Minnesota Timberwolves are god awful this year. You thought they'd be good with uh, Edwards. Russell and Anthony Towns, but they're just not doing anything this year. No, nah, not really. They're they're it's they're kind of what I thought they were going to be. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really have any expectations for yeah, the same. Wolves going into the season. Yeah, I don't think anybody really did it. I I guess I just wouldn't put them at the beginning of the season. I wouldn't have thought they would be bottom five team. I thought they would have been right in the middle of the pack. Yeah, but that's just me. Moving on, uh, there's been a series of COVID problems throughout the NBA. The 76ers were probably the most famous as they only had seven players available for one game, and they played the game, and Tyrese Maxey went off in that game. He had like 39 points, which yeah, is good he, for him. It was, it was like 39, 7, and 7. He had a really good game. Yeah, I, th- I think the 76ers only ended up losing by like 10 points, which is pretty good when you only have seven players available. Yeah, they didn't lose by a lot. And I'm pre- didn't they play like Boston too? Or something like that. I thought they played a good team. I don't know. No. You know what happened is that Boston was making fun of Philadelphia for wanting to reschedule the game. Oh, yeah. And then Boston came out and, like, they had their COVID problems. I think it was yesterday. 
and the game against Miami for them ended up getting postponed. And that's not the first game that's been postponed. Dallas and New Orleans that was scheduled for tonight got postponed, and Boston and Chicago versus Chicago got postponed as well. Uh, So I don't know if you guys saw this, but the NBA Board of Governors is meeting with the Players Association to go through this because this is obviously going to become an issue if each team has eight or nine guys out at a time. Yeah. um, I don't really know what the solution is because – like they can't go to a bubble. No player would agree to going for 65 no. games. Um, so, I mean, I, I feel like this is just going to happen. This is just going to happen. Maybe what they're going to do is like shorten the schedule and give teams more time off between their games mm-hmm. just to like, um, I don't know. They will have to miss less games if there are less games, obviously like shorten the gives, season to like 62 maybe reschedule gives more room to reschedule too yeah that that as well so i mean i feel like that's the only way i could see it going like i don't know what else they would do or if they like can't a, do a bubble or if it's like a singular team having the problem make them forfeit the game then <laughs> yeah i mean like, like if, the, if boston misses their next six games then they should lose all of those games yeah well yeah i i definitely agree with that because i i don't think the teams that follow the rules should be punished. Mm-hmm. So. Well, the problem, it's not the actual players getting COVID. There's only been like two or three. It's the contact tracing associated with it. So that would be the only, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, but that would be the only like argument against it. Yeah. Maybe they need to like refigure that because like if the people that are contract traced with them don't have COVID, I think they should be able to play, but or they need to have less team personnel. It should just be players and coaches. It shouldn't be all these uh, like equipment managers and all that because those are most of the people who are getting it. Yeah, yeah. The players can get their own Gatorade and towels. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I think personally, what I think they should do is that they should add on like two weeks or so at the end of the season. That way, if you need to make up any games, you have that added time. That would require them probably pushing back the playoffs, which might become a problem, but who knows? Uh, a player coming back from injury, Kristaps Porzingis, is back from his knee injury that he sustained in the bubble, and he's going to be back for tonight's game with the Mavericks, and I think that changes everything for the Dallas Mavericks, really. Yeah, Porzingis is a bucket. That team is just better with him and Luca running the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just an extra person to, for Luca to pass to and um, take some pressure off of him, too, to be even better than he is. <laughs> yeah, because he's the second guy. Porzingis is the second guy on that team, yeah. so that'll be big for them. Yeah. Moving on to some NFL news. I think the biggest news of the week is that Deshaun Watson was not happy in Houston with the hire the general manager position. Yeah, I heard that he hasn't been talking to the team for a long time, which I don't blame him. Their organization's an absolute joke, and he's a top-five talent quarterback-wise in the NFL. He led the league in passing this year, um, but, I mean, I don't blame him. I'd want to get the fuck out of there, too. Yeah, I wouldn't want J.J. Watch giving me cringy-ass speeches after every game. <laughs> Sorry, man. We wasted we wasted one of years, bro. <laughs> Yeah, we should have won eleven games. Well, no, you shouldn't. No, you, you shouldn't have because you guys are terrible. <laughs> you guys suck. 
Yeah, the Houston's just a shit show right now for football. Uh, but Miami is a possible destination for Deshaun Watson. And honestly, if you're Miami and you offer like the third overall pick, Tua, and probably maybe like a third or fourth round pick for Deshaun Watson, that's a pretty good deal for you. Oh, yeah. I think both parties would be winning there. Easily, because Houston would get that pick back because that third overall is originally Houston's pick. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, I mean, Miami is a good team, and I think they might be a quarterback away. And it's been discussed here before. We Tua might not be the answer there after one year. So Deshaun Watson would really make that team so much better. Agreed. Moving to the NFC side of things, this news came in just a couple hours ago. Doug Peterson was fired in Philadelphia. And honestly, I'm not surprised. Yeah, no, me neither. A joke. I saw that the chances Carson Wentz stays have now gone way up. I saw that too. Uh, I mean, I don't. The relationship between Peterson and Wentz that was obviously fractured when Wentz got benched. But I think the breaking point for Peterson was probably putting in Sudfield for the last quarter of that uh, Giants game, or my bad, Cowboys game. It was the football team. It was? Yeah. Yeah, they oh. put the football team. I named every single NFC yeah, you East team except yeah. for the one. <laughs> I was going to get there eventually. There's only four teams in the division. True. But, yeah, but yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and I've heard rumors of the early uh, head coaching like applicants for them. And Philadelphia is looking at Mike Kafka, the quarterback's coach out of Kansas City. And I'm kind of surprised that he's jumped Eric Bieniemy for that head coaching role before anybody in for Philadelphia. But just how I see it, we had a super wild card weekend this week. And the first game, Bills-Colts, that was a good game at the end. Yeah, that was. The that was- Colts probably should have won. They, I think they had like three trips to the red zone in the first quarter. They didn't score on any of them because they kept going for it on fourth down and they didn't get it once. Like they just were leaving points out there. And if you, if you don't get out to a big lead against the bills immediately, you're fucked because the bills offense is just mm-hmm. explosive as hell. Um, also that game should have, should not have gone down to that hail Mary because that was a hundred percent a fumble. Yeah, it definitely was. But I was also telling Liam that that it kind of offset because the timeout they called to review that was like the receiver caught the ball and then they gave him the timeout. Like it was way, way, way late. Yeah, I know. So it, it offset and it didn't matter. Um, I thought the Hail Mary was hilarious because Phillip Rivers probably threw the ball 30 yards. <laughs> it That ball got to like the 20. It was not fucking close to the end zone at all. So yeah. that made me chuckle. Yeah, they were at like um the Bills like 40 like 46 or something like that. Yeah, cuz he, he he threw it down to like the 10, but cuz it would have been a 65-yard attempt to yeah, tie but, it. So yeah, they but, were yeah. But Bill, he couldn't even get it to the end zone from there. Mhm. Yeah, like I thought that. that was hilarious. I was surprised that they didn't put in uh Brissett for the Hail Mary. Phil, Phil was probably like, don't worry, coach. I got this. 
Besides, proceeds to sidearm sling it 30 yards down the field. And then got so upset that he, dang, flab it! Because he doesn't swear. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nick said it best. The, that game should have never came down to that Hail Mary, but I was surprised they didn't put him for set for the Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. But he was obviously like, that was a fumble. And I think there's going to be a theme throughout the majority of these games here is that the refs just absolutely sucks this weekend. And they need, yeah, they need to get their shit together before the divisional round next weekend. Because there were just calls in every single game that would just got awful, like un- ridiculous. But anyways, the Bills won. The Bills will be playing the Ravens. Ravens in the divisional round. Either Saturday or Sunday. I don't have the schedule pulled up with me, but... It's Saturday. They're Saturday. the night game. Yep. All right, we'll get into that later. Moving on, we had the Rams versus the Seahawks. And John Walford was in there for about one possession, and he got his shit rocked, like, badly. Yeah, so then they had to um, put in Jared Goff, who couldn't throw. They're lucky they activated him, because they deactivated Blake Bortles before the game, so... They they only had two quarterbacks on their roster. And Why wouldn't both, they have three? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know because you obviously know, like, Goff isn't 100%. Uh, you have Wolford. So even if you started Goff, like, mm, you, they should have had three regardless. But um, The Seahawks are the biggest frauds in the world. Yep. All oh, year, I, all year, people were – Like, oh, they're going to figure it out. They were amazing in the first eight games. And come playoffs, they're going to figure it out. Their offense is way too good. Russell Wilson is way too good. No, Seattle stinks. (laughs) I wouldn't say the biggest frauds. I'd say the second biggest frauds. There's a team we're going to get to this weekend that are even bigger frauds. (laughs) But (laughs) Seattle just sucked. I mean, Russell Wilson was not good. This defense basically tried to keep them in the game, but even then they weren't very good. And I don't know. The Rams, that the Rams defense is good. I'll give them credit there. The Rams front seven is probably the best front seven in all of football. But their offense sucks. Yeah, and especially if Jared Goff has a broken thumb on his throwing hand and can't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. Yeah, and then Aaron Donald didn't even play the second half. So Co- Cooper and- Cup got injured too. Yeah. yeah, so they might be – there's a chance the Packers are playing Blake Bortles in Lambeau next week. Okay, if that happens, <laughs> final score prediction is 56-11. to 11. And the Rams win because Blake Bortles is the GOAT. <laughs> the boat, not, not the GOAT, the boat. Well, he lost this year, so. <laughs> I, but I, I love Blake Bortles. He was part of my AFC championship run with the Jags. So I'm a, I'm a Bortles guy, but that being said, I hope he plays. <laughs> Speaking of the goat, Taylor Heineke. Wow. He I thought you were going to say Tom Brady. I was going to lose it. <laughs> Tom Brady does not deserve that uh, goat nomination after what Taylor Heineke did in a losing effort, but Taylor Heineke was unreal. Yeah. That was an awesome game. game. Like, there is no way Washington on probably what their fourth or fifth string quarterback of the year should have ever been in that game. They were down and Taylor Heineke brought him back into the game against Tampa Bay. 
Dude, if Alex Smith played, there's a chance they win. Oh, you don't like that take, do you? I don't. I don't like that take. Yeah, well, I don't think the Bucks are that good. I'm sorry. They they played a fourth string quarterback, and what they win by? Eight? Ten? It was eight. It was 31-23. Yeah, come on. That's... See, I think I think Washington was better off with Taylor Heineke as their quarterback because his mobility, like there were obvious situations in the game where Alex Smith would not have been able to move out of the pocket and scramble and pick up first downs. Alex like his Smith, uh, touchdown run. Yeah, Alex Smith can't move. Like that man has a brace on to prevent drop foot in his right leg. So I think Taylor Heineke was probably the better quarterback. The Washington was just a worse team than. Tampa Bay, and I think everybody knew that going in. Yeah. But Tampa Bay will be playing New Orleans on Sunday night football next week, and that will be the third match, but I believe the Saints have won the first two, correct? Yeah. Yep. That will be a good game. Moving on to Sunday. Is it, though, it's just a bunch of old dudes at quarterback who can't throw the ball more than 20 yards? Well, funny that you mentioned that. Did you guys see the stat where, like, the NFC remaining quarterback's age, like there's three people over the age of like 38. And then on the AFC side, the oldest quarterback is Baker Mayfield at like 26. That's nuts. That is crazy. That's nuts. Moving on to the Sunday slate. We started off with the Ravens Titans and that was a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- did we all pick the Ravens last week? Um, I think I picked the Titans. Yeah, I picked the Ravens because yeah, because I really like the Titans though. So yeah, I mean the thing the Ravens did well is they held Derrick Henry to what like fifty yards rushing. Yeah, um, like their their defense is really really good, and well, Lamar Jackson is just so hard to stop when he's running the ball like that. Like their their team is just runs the ball so so well, and they the Titans defense is terrible. So they didn't force Lamar Jackson to throw. And the one time he did, it was a very ugly interception, but yeah. I mean, they just run it. They just run it down everybody's throats and nobody can stop them. Cause their running back committee is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Ravens are probably one of the best rushing teams in all of football. It's not fair. Cause they have two running backs in the backfield at all times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They basically have four, running backs on the team that like get good snaps mark ingram jk Dobbins, gus edwards and then lamar jackson yeah mm-hmm. uh but i think the best part about this game is the pettiness involved because if you remember earlier in the year tennessee beat baltimore in baltimore and danced on their logo mm-hmm. and this time baltimore beat tennessee in tennessee and danced on their logo in return and i don't know about you guys but i just love the pettiness that comes out in football games same it was kind of stupid though. That could have cost him the game. Like there was two minutes left, and uh, the Titans still had three timeouts. So if they got a stop, they could have scored and won. Um, and that set him back fifteen yards. It didn't end up mattering. But I saw too. That was like, do the Ravens think there's like four seconds left? <laughs> because they could they could have fucked themselves if they got far back and gave um, the Titans good field position on a punt. But it didn't end up mattering. But yeah. That was 
I like the pettiness, but in that, that, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Saints and Bears played this weekend. Nick, you want to take this one away? It is just so funny to me, the Bears getting embarrassed on Nickelodeon. And the goddamn slime cannons was so fucking funny to me. I'm not even kidding you. I would watch every single NFL <laughs> game on Nickelodeon. I, I, I'm, I seriously loved it. It was awesome. It was freaking awesome. The googly eyes they were doing to people. The like, <laughs> the meat Twitter was amazing during this game. Uh, the video of uh, Javon Wims fighting Gardner Johnson yes. with the SpongeBob music playing in the background. It was one of the best <laughs> tweets ever. Um, the replay of the double doink with the SpongeBob in the field goal post was electric. Like this game, I, it was fucking awesome. And I love how they did it to like bring kids eyes to the sport. No kids watch that. Only people, nobody watched the CBS. Like I saw a tweet that was like, I hope Tony Robo and Jim Nance know that they're talking to nobody because <laughs> everybody's listening to Nate Burleson and this like 15 year old girl go, Oh, that was a good punt. That got really high. <laughs> I saw that. Whoa, look how high it went. Yeah. <laughs> um, all, like I saw Big Cat's tweet of if the Bears miss a kick with SpongeBob in the field goal post, I'll lose my shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the Bears suck. Anyway, this was definitely the worst game out of all of them. Oh, yeah. That, they're close. lucky it was on Nickelodeon, like, because that kept the game entertaining because it was a terrible game. It was not fun to watch at all. No. No. So if they just need to. Bears just need to start clean. Trubisky's probably going to be gone. I feel so bad for him. It's not his fault that he was thrown in this situation. So I hope he does well wherever he goes. Allen Robinson's probably going to be gone too. And that, that hurts because he is so fucking good. And now we have Darnell Mooney as our WR1. But he Darnell Mooney's good, but he's not Allen Robinson good. Well, you still got Anthony Miller. He really provides a great punch to the wide receiver room. Okay, you know what? Fuck that, <laughs> that quarterback, bro. God, oh, I mean, that that's a bitch. Like Big Cat was saying too, like that's coaching. Like you know he's gonna try to get under your skin. Oh, oh, I know exactly. The coaching for the Bears is so bad. Yeah, it just it, it, it's it's not the players' fault. I'm not, but uh, it. Oh man, the Bears are gonna suck so bad. They're gonna be like really bad next year. They I thought this was funny. One- Oh, go ahead. Go. No, you can go. I thought it was funny the way Jimmy Graham caught the touchdown at the end and just fucking ran off the field. Like, thank God the season is over. I know. Like <laughs> that was a good catch. <laughs> it was oh, a that really was, that nice was a catch. phenomenal catch. <laughs> <laughs> that was better than anything he did on the Packers. Jimmy Graham had a good season this year for the Bears. Yeah. Better like, than had, in Green he Bay. Had, he had the third most uh second or third most touchdowns for a tight end behind Robert Tanyan and someone else. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, I don't, the bear, like, I don't even know what the, where the bears are going to go from here. They need, this is what they need to do. Draft Trey Lance if they can, and then only draft offensive linemen. That's it. Hmm. Okay. okay. That's it. That's all. That's the only thing that they should do. See, I find it funny. You want to replace the Nickelodeon valuable player of the game. I that mean, is. Yeah. So who that's, really a, is that's a prestigious of- honor. Yeah. Would you rather have MVP or NVP? Oh, MVP for sure. And he was the first ever to do it. It's just, it's, 
there's remember, no one they can compare. Remember when I, was saying la- when I was saying last week, the Bears are history makers when you look back at this season. You're now right. even more, the first MVP of all time. Yeah. Mitchell Trubisky is what the kid called him. <laughs> <laughs> like, just just think, like, I, it just – the Bears are forever in the history books. That's just what it is. Yeah, when when you think 2020 NFL season, you think the Chicago Trubis- Bears. You think Mitchell Trubisky MVP. That's what you think of. Yeah, I'm I don't I don't disagree at all. Yeah, that's all. All right. Let's move on to one of the better more sh- more shocking games of the night, excuse me. Um the Steelers Browns, the Browns jumped out to a 28 nothing lead before the first first quarter ended and holy shit. It was like just hell in a cell for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, it was uh, it was uh, not a hot start for the Steelers. <laughs> the Browns not- are lucky they got up 28-0. They almost fucking blew it. Oh, yeah, they would have lost. By a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't get up 28-0. No, but Ian, you mentioned the Seattle Seahawks being the biggest frauds of the year. I want to put the Pittsburgh Steelers in that conversation. 11-0, and and then you know who had more wins over the final – five or six weeks of the season other than more than Pittsburgh, the New York Jets. The New York Jets are better than the Pittsburgh Steelers the final six weeks of the season. Yikes. Wow. Like, Pittsburgh, 11-0, like, obviously you got to put respect on their name if you're 11-0. But for them to lose five out of the last six games, it's a complete and utter embarrassment. Like, Pittsburgh, you're frauds. I'm sorry. Like, that title remains in the – AFC North last year was the Ravens. This year's the Steelers. Um, yeah. I, the only reason I said Seattle is because I feel like going into this game, a lot more people thought Seattle would kill the Rams than the Steelers killing the Browns. But like we all talked about, we talked about it last week that <laughs> we all think that the Rams were going to win. Yeah, and I thought the Steelers were going to win just because. I mean, dude, does Kevin Stefanski hold that team back? <laughs> <laughs> One they could don't, say. Yeah, like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. They are without their head coach, and then they get out twenty to zero in the first quarter. I was like, oh well, they don't even need him. <laughs> um, I think he locked up coach of the year, though. I know it's a regular season award, but no people look at this and like to prepare his team that well during the remotely during the week, um, especially with all the COVID problems they've been having, and then to route the Steelers like that, like that's impressive for Stefanski. Especially considering, I don't think the Browns practice until Friday. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, who needs practice? I guess mm-hmm. not the Browns. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so that means the Browns will take on the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round. And do we want to get into that preview? Um, uh, yeah, Chiefs by a million. Jeez. Let's let's go in order. Let's go Saturday and then Sunday. Um. So the first game is Rams Packers. Uh, Packers by a million. Ian, I'm scared for this game. Oh, shut yeah, up. so am I. Shut up. No, this I, game is no. not going to be close. No, no, it's the no. playoffs, Nick. No. Anything can happen. No. No. This don't, game don't. will not be close. The Packers will destroy the Rams. Nick's going to no. jinx us. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, shut, shut up. Somebody mute this guy. <laughs> no, I am scared strictly because of that Rams defense. The Packers struggle with athletic defensive fronts. They struggle with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I think the Packers offense, they don't have David Bakhtiari. I think they will struggle with this Rams defense. Now, 
I think the Packers defense will take care of the Rams offense. I mean, I think yeah. we all agree with that, right? Yeah. I'm just worried about that Rams defense, especially Jalen Ramsey, Devontae Adams. I'm not so much worried about that matchup, but that should be a fun matchup to watch. But I'm more worried about that front seven against the offensive line. I hope Devontae Adams torches Jalen Ramsey. Oh, I do too. That would just shut Jalen Ramsey up. He is such a bitch. You guys know how I feel about Jalen. Yeah, I know. But and, he, well, we called him totally overrated at the beginning of the year. But uh, yeah, I don't he, think he is. He's not overrated. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's definitely the best cornerback. In, yeah. Um. Probably he's like top three. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think the Packers will win. Just because I just always think back to when the Rams had to go to Soldier Field and play in the cold, and Jared Goff looked like he had never held a football before. And now that he can't actually, his thumb is on his left. His, his thumb's his left hand. Never mind. Yeah, McVay said he expects um, Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald to be fine, but he had no comment about their quarterback situation. So. Mm-hmm. We we there like I said there we could be playing Blake Bortles, which would be awesome. Yeah, I mean I I think the Packers will win. I like if we're choosing sides, I'm choosing the Packers, just because they're in Lambeau. The the teams have to come to a cold weather environment. Uh, I want to say to the fans that are concerned that Jalen Ramsey is going to lock up Devonte Adams. The Packers were without Devonte Adams earlier in the year, once against the Saints, and Alan Lazard was pretty good. And they won that game. And then they were also without Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard against the Atlanta Falcons and still won that game. So it's the Falcons, come on. <laughs> without your top two targets. Yeah, but it's the Falcons are cursed though. Yeah, I was I, I was hoping you weren't gonna say they're bad because they're not. They're no, just they're cursed. cursed. Yeah. They're cursed. Yeah. No, I I think the Packers will be fine. I just I'm really happy that the playoffs are going through Lambeau. I feel like that gives him just a massive advantage. Like Aaron Rodgers has never had home field throughout the playoffs. And I think he's really looking forward to it. I know the only reason I'm hesitant on this game. I don't know if you feel this Ian, but like in previous years when the Packers went to the playoffs, like last year, you kind of felt like there was one team they couldn't beat. And this year it just kind of feels like it's their year. And I don't want to jinx it because Wisconsin sports, you can't get your hopes up too high. Because then they end up coming around and just fucking you back. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying last week. Like, it makes me nervous because the Packers are actually pretty good, and I think they're, <laughs> I think they are the best team in the NFC. But yeah. like, like in the playoffs, and like I said, anything can happen. Who knows? So this this Packers thirteen and three team is much better than last year's thirteen. And oh, they actually deserve yeah. to go thirteen and three this year. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's not like last year. Last year they. Did not. This year, they definitely did. Yeah, yeah. 100% agree. Um, Saturday night is Ravens-Bills. Bills. This game's going to be really good. This is going to be pro- one of the best games of the weekend. This game's going to be best. awesome. The line is the Bills at two and a half. So it's I, close. Oh, okay. I'm going to take the Bills on this game solely mm-hmm. based on the fact that you Ravens cannot pass, and I think the Bills defense is going to be able to shut down that running game. Yeah, I think – yeah, I'm going to take the Bills as well. Um, it'll be a close game. Yeah, I think it'll be close, but I, I think the Bills will win. Um, I, the Bills just really good. Um, 
First game on Sunday is Browns Chiefs. Oh, Chiefs by a million. Chiefs by a million. Yeah, I've got the Chiefs by a lot. The line <laughs> is Kansas City by ten. So yeah, the, the Browns the were a feel good story yesterday, but I mean, come on, you're you're playing the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, and then Sunday night, Bucks Saints. Um, in their two previous games, the Saints have killed them both times. I'm going with Buccaneers. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take New Orleans by three. Oh, shit. That's really cool. It's I'm, in New Orleans, too. If yeah. If I, bet, if, well, if I was a betting man. Oof. See, For I strictly betting reasons. I think I'd, I think I'd still pick the Buccaneers. See, I'm going to agree with Nick here. I'm going to go Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think that this off, this Tampa Bay offense has gotten better throughout the year, and especially at this end of the season into the playoffs, they have been elite. And it's just hard to beat a team three times. Like, it's very hard to beat a three, yeah, team three times. That's my biggest thing. Is it's. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I was kind of worried. If the Bears won, I would have been kind of worried playing the Bears again, just because it, it is really hard to beat a team three times. That being said, I'm just gonna take the Saints. <laughs> um, I just think I'm just gonna say the Saints because I'd rather play the Saints than the Bucks. If the Packers do win, I'd rather make Drew Brees come play in the cold um, than Tom Brady. Tom Brady's played in New England. He no, he's fine there, but Drew Brees plays in a dome, so. Yeah, see, I agree with you with making Drew Brees come and play in the cold, but I honestly wouldn't mind playing the Buccaneers because I think the whole Packers team as a whole would be fired up after getting embarrassed on primetime television and really true. just try and take it to the Buccaneers. Yeah, um, but I think I, the Saints will win, though. Yeah. What were you going to say, Liam? I, would, I was just going to say, like, but like, if I wanted to play a team, it'd probably be the Saints because there's less offensive weapons there. Like, oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. But it should be a great weekend of NFL football now that college football is out of the way. Uh, speaking of college football, Devontae, did we cover Devontae Smith winning the Heisman last week? No, that happened no, after. It was like right after. Yeah, so Devontae Smith won the Heisman deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in contention with Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Trask, and Mac Jones. And Devontae Smith had up. Op- the best season by a wide receiver in quite some time. Yeah. Um, I, I, he definitely deserved it, but I do think it's a bit of a shame that Trevor Lawrence never won a Heisman in his three years, considering he only lost two games ever. And one of them didn't count because it was against LSU, the probably the greatest college football team ever. Yeah. That game. So yeah. I feel bad for Trevor because I'm, like, I feel like his name in the Heisman should have come together at least once in his career. But, when you look at the seasons that like Trevor played in, his freshman season, he didn't start until about halfway through this year. So that's probably why he didn't get the Heisman. His sophomore season, Joe Burrow had the best year by a college football quarterback ever. So, and then Devontae Smith having the best season by a college football wide receiver ever. He just, Trevor Lawrence should be associated with the Heisman, but he just got unlucky with the other players being having such good seasons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he ever got like snubbed. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he, Trevor Lawrence, officially declares for the NFL draft, and he will become a Jacksonville Jaguar in April. Yep. 
<laughs> Come on, baby. Him and Urban Meyer are turning the team around. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Michigan's not turning their team around as Harbaugh was extended there through 2025. Why would they do that? Ohio State just won their national championship before they even play tonight because they get to beat the fuck out of Michigan for the next five years. Yeah. I don't understand them extending Harbaugh. Like, Harbaugh should have been fired after the season. Like, I. Yeah, we've we talked all about said it that. all year. Mm-hmm. I just. Um, Mich- I think. Oh, fuck. What was I going to say? Um, oh, I saw that it's a super low buyout. So, like, he's on a very short leash. If, But, like, if you're going to make the buyout that low, like, there's better options out there to go find. Like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know how you can be mediocre for however many years he's been there and be like, okay, we're going to give you five more years to try. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. Uh, you mentioned the national championship, Ian. That's tonight. Alabama, Ohio State. Who you got? What's the line? What's the line? What's the line? I believe it's Alabama by nine and a half. Yeah, I'll see if it's changed at all. I know it was this morning. Nine and a half. Um, and now it's moved to nine. So it's trending in Ohio State's favor. <laughs> uh, see. Bama by 30. <laughs> Oof. I'm just kidding, but I think Bama's going to win. Jalen Waddle is playing. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Which is huge for Bama. I See, do you think he's going to be effective? That's the question, though. How effective is he going to be coming off a fractured ankle? <laughs> um, I think he'll be – I think because he's going to have the number two cornerback on him. Devontae Smith is obviously going to get the one and probably be double teamed. And which means Waddle, it might be wide open a couple times because he was he was their wide receiver one before. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he got hurt. So, um, I I want Ohio State to win so so badly. So I'm see, gonna pick Ohio State. See, I was gonna say I'm gonna pick Ohio State in this one. I think I think it'll be a very high scoring game. I think both these mm-hmm. defenses are frauds. Ohio State, we've seen that their defense isn't very good. But Alabama, we haven't quite seen that because they haven't quite played an offense very good in the SEC yet. And I think we are going to see that tonight. And if Justin Fields plays like he did against Clemson, oh, baby, get ready for a shootout. I hope it is. It's going to be a shootout. I I think it's going to be really high scoring. And I, I'm, I'm beyond excited, dude. I cannot freaking wait. This game is going to be sick. The last time these two teams played in the uh, college football playoff was back in 2014, and the stat leaders were Cardell Jones, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, some random quarterback for Alabama, don't know, but Derrick Henry and Calvin Ridley. Yeah, a lot of Mm -hmm. NFL talent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cardell Jones especially. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I just think Ohio State's a team of destiny. I think they had such a up and down year, um, all in fault to that stupid fuck Kevin Warren. So I think they're gonna. I would just love for them to stick it to Kevin Warren for not wanting to play by winning the national championship mm-hmm. and bringing Kevin Warren's conference an unreal amount of money. Yeah, I just 
imagine if Ohio State wins. That's the biggest fuck you to Kevin Warren and everybody who doubted the Big Ten ever. Yep. Uh, would you guys see the New York Times named their national championship last week? Uh, the UConn Huskies, because they were the first team to opt out of the season. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> cool. Yeah, oh. I can, I'm can. i willing to bet that it was not a sports writer who wrote that article. No. UConn <laughs> football, UConn football is probably the worst football program within the last decade. Like, in all divisions. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we move on. Nebraska's best player, Wandell Robinson, has entered the transfer portal, so I am dead. Nebraska football <laughs> is dead, and I'm not looking forward to next season. Till we get a little closer, then I'll get excited. But <laughs> get excited. I just – I heard rumors that he was going to leave because he had originally transfer, uh, committed to Kentucky, then decommitted, came here, and then his mom got COVID, and she's been in the hospital, so he wants to move back to Kentucky to be with her. Which makes sense, but I but I'm just sad. Yeah, it makes sense. Like it's <laughs> no, I get it, but it's just it makes me sad. Like we're 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 dead. We're a dead football team, dude. It's whatever. <laughs> All right, let's talk some college basketball. Nick, you're Texas Longhorns, officially a fan for two weeks now. They went yeah. on a seven zero run to end the game, and Andrew Jones had a game winner to beat West Virginia this weekend. And I watched probably the last five minutes of the game and. That was the last five minutes were really good, like basketball. Yeah, I watched. Yeah. Uh, I I watched uh, just the last shot. <laughs> no, I Great watched fan. this game. Yeah, big fan, big fan of Texas. No, but they're really good. <laughs> Texas is actually really good. Dude, I thought West Virginia had this game locked up, Liam, with like five minutes to go. They're up by almost double digits until like the last minute and a half. And then yeah. Texas is like, okay, I guess we got to try. You, you know what they need? They need Jordan McCabe to go out there and close them. I know. I hate seeing him sitting on the baseline, just clapping it up. Give my man some minutes. Uh, no, but seriously, West Virginia, uh, they needed Oscar Shibwe. And I know we talked about him last week, about how he was not returning to the program. He is transferring from West Virginia to Kentucky. I, I don't know if he's going to be eligible this year. He, I don't know how the transfer portal is working this year with all the COVID stuff. I feel like every year, pilt players just like more and more eligibility passes immediately. Well, do you remember uh, that a couple years ago that uh, offensive lineman he wanted to tr- he wanted to transfer from one school to another because his uh, like his grandma or mom was dying. And the NCAA wouldn't let him play that next year. They were making him sit out a year, but they let um, Justin Fields play. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, like that, yeah, like that was that. Like they really, who cares if they transfer? Let them play as soon as they can. Who cares? So yeah, like what's the what's the like backlash of not of like letting them play immediately? Like who? Why does it matter? I don't know. See, it, it's supposed to be like punishment, but. Here's, here's the issue I see with that. Players can transfer to another school and then they get punished basically for a year and have to sit out a year. Mm-hmm. Coaches can move on from a job and accept a new job and just coach immediately. I, that's where the my that's where the problem in my eyes come in. Like you're holding the coaches and the players to two totally different standards, even though the NCAA should set one universal standard. 
Yeah. Why are you surprised that the NCAA doesn't care about the players? Absolutely not. <laughs> I was going to say, the NCAA being fair? <laughs> Who would have thought? Talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. No, but uh, Maryland knocked off Illinois on the road this weekend. I, it was yesterday, actually. But Maryland's knocked off both Illinois on the road and Wisconsin earlier in the year. I believe Maryland's like 6-6 six and six right now, middle of the pack of the Big Ten, but that could be a team to watch. The Big Ten is so good. It's it just so good. It's just so loaded. Um, this week's slate, great slate this weekend. This week, not weekend. But we'll start off tomorrow, Tuesday, Wisconsin versus Michigan, 7 versus 9. This will be a great test for both teams. I am a little bit nervous as a Wisconsin fan against Michigan. But we'll see. Where is it? Uh, great question. Let me check real quick. Is Michigan in first in the Big Ten right now? Michigan is in first. They're undefeated. Yeah, they're yeah. undefeated this year. Okay, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking. Let's see. So it's in Michigan. Okay. At Michigan. Good game. Later that night, we're going to have Duke versus Virginia Tech, which should be a good game in the ACC. Wednesday night, we have Texas Tech versus Texas. Battle for the state of Texas. That should be a good game, especially now that Texas is pretty good. And Texas Tech isn't bad with Mac McClellan there, too. Uh, Thursday, we're going to have Michigan State, Iowa. Let's see if Michigan State can get back on track and really compete with one of those top uh, programs in the Big Ten. Friday, we're going to have Wisconsin versus Rutgers. Rutgers is not ranked, but they're still a pretty good basketball team. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would be a good challenge. I believe that's at Wisconsin. Saturday, we're going to have Michigan versus Minnesota. Minnesota has been up and down this year. And depending on what the result is of that Tuesday game versus Wisconsin, uh, let's see how Michigan responds to that game. Also on Saturday, we have Baylor versus Texas Tech. Another good Big 12 matchup. We have Virginia versus Clemson. Clemson's ranked 12th in the nation right now. And I believe they're like top team in the ACC. So that's a very good game to measure where they're at. And to round it out, Saturday night, we have Oregon versus Arizona. Those teams are always at the top of the Pac-12. And we'll probably get some Bill Walton in that game. So sorry, Ian. (laughs) Yeah, I will not be tuning in. (laughs) And then next Monday, we will have Kansas versus Baylor, which should be like a top five matchup in the Big 12. Uh, Too bad it's during the Bachelor. So that will suck. Yeah, too bad the National Championships during the Bachelor tonight. I'm going to have to watch it on replay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're not fake fans. No. All right. Seems like there's some baseball news this week, Nick. We do. We've got some other sports news. Um, Francisco Lindor was traded to the Mets. Um, the Mets are going to be really, really, really good. Um, since they got uh, – New ownership and a new GM. They've just been making moves. Um, so I would say the Mets are probably the second best team in the National League right now behind the Dodgers. Um, Mets are going to look real nice. Uh, now with Francisco Lindor out of the AL Central, it's really the White Sox division to lose now. Um, I, on the National League thing, do you think the Mets are better than the Padres? Oh, shit. Forgot about my Padres. Not my Padres. Your. Your. <laughs> Every good team is Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh. No, I would say no. Okay, Mets are third best team in the National League, probably. Top three, we'll say that. In front of the Brewers? Uh, sadly, yes. <laughs> Nuts. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, but now it's AL Central is looking like it's the White Sox division to lose. Um, and the White Sox are looking to add another starting pitcher too. So uh, how how is uh, the Twins looking in that division? They like they're not gonna resign Nelson Cruz, who's their best player. Um, he's a dude who, in a regular length season, bats 300 and hits 50 home runs. Uh, so, and I don't know why you wouldn't try to resign him. I think that the White Sox should try to get him. Um, and I don't know, they're just, I don't know, they're a little sus, a little suspect to me. I don't think, I don't think that they have as many tools that the White Sox have. Like, I don't think their pitching is as good. Um, I don't think their outfield is as good. Or they're infields. <laughs> so, uh, as a whole, I don't think there's good. It kind of sounds like they're not very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're going to be the second best team, but they're the White Sox are going to finish in first. Um, and mark the tape. They will. Okay. Um, and it looks like the Cubs are pretty much giving up on the season because Chris Bryant is likely on the move. I saw a thing today that the Blue Jays are interested in him now. Um, and Wilson Contreras might be gone too. That's my mom's favorite player, so she's very upset about that. <laughs> I sent my condolences to her. Okay, thanks. Um, I also saw that Kyle Schwarber signed with the Nationals this week yep. too. So. Yeah, he signed with the Nationals. Um, it's the Cubs. The Cubs are not going to be good. The Cubs will probably be the last, last probably second to last in the NL Central, but uh, just above the Pirates. And then, uh, since we are a hockey podcast, we have to talk about hockey. Um, the NHL, the NHL season starts on Wednesday. Yeah. See, I did not realize that until you put it in the doc. And yeah, yeah. Uh, like, we're a, well, well, we are a hockey podcast, so we have to talk about it. We're a huge hockey podcast. Yeah, I mean, we, we all have our favorite teams. Mine's the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> In it, name a team. <laughs> I should pick. I should pick a team to to root for this year. Or you can wait till next year when the Seattle Kraken become a team. Oh, both of you, because that dude, their logo is sick. <laughs> Let me. I'm gonna look up an NHL random team generator. Or just take a quick little quiz. Which NHL team should I root for? <laughs> that might take too long. Okay, yeah, that's true. Random team, ready? Yep. I am a New York Rangers fan. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Go Rangers. <laughs> yeah, but the Blackhawks, they play on Wednesday against the defending Stanley Cup champions to the Tampa Bay Lightning. So the final score of that game will be 6-1 to one, uh, Lightning. Um, All right. I'm, I'm going to do the random NHL team as well. Okay, do it. Um, did you have to spin the wheel, Ian? No, I just hit a button that said run <laughs> and then... It gave me a list right. of teams. And I just picked the, the wheel is team. spinning. Well, I didn't get a wheel. I'm a San Jose Sharks fan. Oh, do a wheel, Ian. Do a wheel. I like that though, Liam. San Jose Sharks fan. Okay. What'd yeah. you look? What'd you look up to get the wheel? I just looked up <laughs> random NHL team uh, generator. It's like a word wall. That's what the website is. Spin the wheel. Okay. Oh God! This only tells me the team, the name of the team. It doesn't tell me the city. 
Well, what's the last name? Let's see if you can guess it. Yeah. The Predators. Oh, fuck. No, do it again. Fuck the Predators. Do it again. You cannot be a Predators fan. I won't allow it. We're an anti-Predators podcast. Yeah. Guess Both who I just got? <laughs> the who? Tampa Bay Lightning, baby. <laughs> oh, that's a good team. <laughs> I want to phase where a anti-predators podcast in both the NHL and like real life and the felony, <laughs> yeah, and the sexual kind. <laughs> um. All right, Liam. Two players you got to know on the Sharks: Brent Burns. He's a defenseman. He looks okay. like a Neanderthal. Let, let, let he, me let me get a post-it note. Okay. Hold your horses. <laughs> okay. And so then what's what's you, wrong with the Predators? Nah, they're just rivals of the Blackhawks. That, that could have made it more fun. No, no, they can suck it. Okay. We, we'd have a nice rivalry podcast. I mean, you like the Bears, Ian likes the Packers. No. Okay, well, what, what's the names? So, Brent Burns. Brent Burns. And you said he looks like a Neanderthal. Yes. Okay. All right, what's the next one? And then one of the four black guys in hockey, Evander Kane. Evander Kane. African-American. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Then for you, Ian, Steven Stamkos. It's a good name. Oh, I know that. I know that guy. Yeah, he's he's a pretty popular... NHL player. Um, shit, is that the only dude I know? Oh, no, Nikita Kucherov. He's really fucking good. That's an even better name. I heard, Nikita, I heard that. Nikita? Nikita? No, Nikita. Nikita. Okay, I was like, Takito. <laughs> no, Nikita, Nikita Kucherov. He's really fucking good. So, bam. Okay, let's, sure if your last let's, name was Kucherov. Let's do it. <laughs> Nick <right>. Kucherov. <laughs> All right, everybody's favorite segment, The Bachelor. Um, we don't have much information because it was the first episode. Uh, but right off the bat, I think every single person agreed that uh, Queen Victoria is a big old bitch. Yeah, um, she's the worst. And she thought she was the hottest bitch ever. And she's not. She's terrible. Um and I thought it was funny when she was like, well, of course, I'm going to get the first impression, Rose. Why wouldn't I? Oh, because nobody likes you. And of course, he was the she was the last person that Matt kept, which means she's going to be there for way too long and cause way too much drama. Yeah, she. Um, I, I don't even know where to start with her. Like she. She's too arrogant. She's not even like in the least bit of weight attractive. She's ugly. Like I'll flat out say it. <laughs> Like, my God, plastic surgery should be in her future. Um, Yikes. But plastic surgery can't fix her personality. Oh, that's true. Maybe she can, like, yeah, I don't know how to fix her personality. But, um, yeah, I think you said Matt James had the last rose and he gave it to her. I think that's a stunt played by the producers. They need somebody that the fans will hate so they can continue watching. And I think that is Victoria is the prime example of that. And I have a feeling Victoria and Kit are going to get into it probably tonight. See, I like Kit. See, see, I thought Kit, uh, right when she stepped out of that Bentley, made a very good impression because she's rich. Um, if you've learned anything from the, 
from this podcast and marry for money, learn to love later. But the more I looked at Kit, the lower she fell in my rankings. I'd say she's still like a top five option. But so Liam, my sister texted me and said that Kit and Bennett would be perfect together. Oh, I've gotten that comparison <laughs> a lot too. And yeah. I 100% agree. Definitely. Um, back to Victoria real quick. I had my roommate text me and say, dude, I hate how mad she's making me. Like I want to swing at my TV. And I was like, I felt the exact same way. She made me so mad. No, I was watching the bachelor with my dad because I've got him hooked on this now. Oh, and awesome. when Matt James gave the final rose to her, my dad goes, are you kidding me? She's not even like that hot. She's like really ugly. I was like, there we go, Dave. <laughs> That's the spirit. No, but uh, the first impression rose went to Abigail, the deaf girl, first deaf girl ever in the Bachelor series. <laughs> Matt Pride thought she was a great listener because she just sat there and nodded because she couldn't hear anything he was saying. No, no. When she, when she like stepped off the limo and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be reading your lips a lot because I'm deaf." I was like, "Is that a pickup line? Like they're reading the lips, or is she actually deaf?" I found out she's actually deaf. You shouldn't lie about that on national television. Yeah, I thought it was funny that, but I'm just a bad person, so I shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't continue. I put. I also put Abigail. Um, at the top of my list. She's my number one. Everybody loves a good underdog story for deaf people. I like, I like Rachel. I think Rachel seemed really sweet. Um, and then in terms of attractiveness kit. Um, so this is not with the bachelor, but there was news about the national championship game tonight. Ohio state is down three starters and they will not have 13 players due to COVID. Now back to your regular scheduled program of The Bachelor. Um, Does it say who they're missing? So the, It says the three starters. Fuck, I just deleted that. Shit. Let me check. It's probably a Bleacher Report. They're down defensive tackle Tommy Togoa, defensive end Tyreek Smith, kicker Blake Howbeal, oh, and backup kicker Dominic, Dominic DiMaccio. Oh no, both their kickers? Both their kickers. Here comes Nick. He's about to enter the chat here. Let me start stretching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that could be big. No kickers. Wow. But back to the bachelor. Um, this is my personal opinion, Ian. I don't know if you think this. But I think this season is very disappointing in terms of attraction for the girls. And honestly, there's not one girl that really sticks out to me. Like, they're all, like, maybe a seven on the Richter scale. The Richter. Um, no, I, I agree. I think I think we were a little spoiled last season, though, with uh, Madison Pruitt and Hannah Ann, because nice. both of them. But you know what? This could be a good thing because then our opinions won't be swayed by how good looking they are. Like, we'll really see it for how it is. You know what? I, I like that. And yeah. I think that the attractionness level will get an upgrade tonight because there's five new girls coming in, apparently. Yeah, I saw that. Previous. That's so, interesting. I know. Interesting. Like, Kit looks like a total bitch, but I just find her very attractive. So she's my favorite so far. 
She's also like very I'm, rich. I'm also having. I'm already having my my vision blurred. <laughs> no, you met. You mentioned Madison Pruitt. I think Madison Pruitt and Matt James would be perfect together because they're both religious. Yeah, same. But I know Nick really loves religion, so we're gonna move on from the Bachelor. The episode is tonight, and we'll talk more about it next week. Okay, we got questions of the week. Let's go. Um, okay, first one we'll go. Would you rather be blind from nine to five every weekday or not have any thumbs? Um, I would say no thumbs. Ooh, really? Yeah. I go no thumbs as well. Oh, wait, no, dude. Yeah. I can't play Call of Duty then. Yeah, I think thumbs are really, really important. Yeah. Only like, blind for eight hours? Yeah, only eight, only from nine to five every weekday. Are we talking because, because nine if at it was, night? Nine at night to five in the morning? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> no, no, but hear me out. You get a job where you work the third shift, so you have to sleep there during the day when you would be blind. And boom, you find a way around it. Yeah, also 9 to 5 is not that long, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, really except that's that when like, we go to school, so it would be a little tough when school starts back up. Honestly, it might be an excuse for me to drop out, so I'll be blind from 9 to 5. I'm going to change my answer. Blind to 9 to 5. Yeah. Yeah. I think like thumb, thumbs are like the big toe. They're the most important like as in terms of – like everything, like grabbing stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd I'd go blind. Okay, this one's a bit of a thinker. Um, if you could only keep three apps on your phone, which three would you keep? Ooh. Yeah, that's a toughie. Oh man, what the? Okay, so TikTok would be number one for sure. You got to keep that one. No, I would no, no. I would say Tinder would be number two. You gotta talk to the host somehow. Not to degrade women. Sorry about that. Um number three. This is the toughie. Because <sighs> there's there's a lot we can get around on our laptops, like Twitter. Yeah, see, that's stuff. why I'm just like the text messaging app. Yeah, yeah, because I don't have an Apple um, computer. Yeah, I don't have a yeah. I don't so have a Mac. I don't think I would keep the messaging app. I think I would just have keep Snapchat would be one of them. That could be for because I don't really use the texting app that much. See, yeah, but what if your like mom texts you? See, mom, I would. My, I'll just make my mom get a Snapchat. I, I would. I would buy like a MacBook and get like all of those apps on it. And then on my phone, like, get the apps that don't have it. So, number one for me, 100% is going to be, actually, my one and two are going to be Apple Music and Candy Crush. Oh, God. <laughs> um, oh, ooh, spot, I would have to do Spotify because if I want to listen to music. My third one, though. <sighs> I would probably go, like, Bleacher Report or ESPN. Yeah, just to get like sports news. 
I don't know. I feel like if you just kept up on Twitter on your laptop, you could get around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just carrying your laptop around campus. Yeah. Well, I mean, how often are you like actually walking around? Like usually you're walking to somewhere to sit down so you could check. Um, I think I would, I think just like without thinking about it too much, I'd go Candy Crush, Apple Music, and price Snapchat just to have some type of communication. I think I'm gonna go with the text messaging app, Spotify, and Google. Oh, so okay. That's Google app, yeah. Okay. I would say those three. You have a final three, Liam. Uh, TikTok, Tinder, and Bleacher Report. Okay. Hmm. Um, last one. If you had to be eaten by an animal, what animal would you want to eat you? A whale. It's a good Easy. pick. Get Moby Dicked. Yeah. <laughs> um, just hopefully swallow you whole. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, I don't have you guys ever seen like in Finding Nemo when they get swallowed by the whale and like they go through the whale's like system, like in the mouth, like it's. They play with the uvula. I no, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I, I don't. They're I don't fish. think you'd be able to do that. <laughs> they're, they're fish. You don't know how long I can hold my breath. No, like I would guess about ninety seconds. I, you're not. You're not as tiny as a as a goldfish, or a clownfish. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, it's a clownfish. I know. I watched Animal Planet for ninety <laughs> years, bro. I know it's a clownfish. Well, I am like five nine, so it's essentially like a goldfish. God, then Nick's like a guppy. <laughs> I'm taller than Leo. No, you're not. Yes, I no. am. Debate, you debate. Not, you are out of your mind if you think you're 5'9". You are out of your mind. 5'7", and that's it. And you know it. I know. No, no. Yes, you are. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm 5'9 and 3 fourths, okay? It's too bad you went back to Philly. I'd fucking make you guys drive over here right now to see who's taller. <laughs> you know what? It's a 16-hour drive. Let's go. Bullshit that you are five nine and three quarters or whatever you just said. I that is the most cap thing I've ever heard in my life. I am. I I no, not a chance. <laughs> but then I'm six eleven. <laughs> When's the last time you saw me in person, Nick? You you don't even. Like... I saw you. Yeah. Last year in the summer, probably golfing. Oh, summer, yeah. You're telling me you think you're like that much taller than no, me. No, but I am taller than you. I'm like probably an inch taller than you, and there is no way in hell that I am five foot ten. No, no. See, I know for a fact, like I'm five, nine, three fourths. We might be like the same height. Can we settle at that? Because I sure. Sure. I honestly think we're the same height, Nick. I okay, sure. Sure. I'll take I'll take five nine and three fourths then for my height. I'll take it. <laughs> and we rounded up to five ten. Yeah. Okay. I'll okay. take five okay. ten. I'll take five ten. Okay. If you if guys are five, question. if you guys are five ten, then I'm legit. Like I'm like six foot six one. <laughs> well, what's the question again? If you had to be eaten by an animal, what would you want to eat you? <laughs> um, a rhinoceros. Okay, why? Um, because they're pretty cool animals. Okay, 
so I actually just came up with this question. So usually I have time to think about these, but this one's kind of off the dome. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of struggling to think. This was a great, great question. Thank great you. Great responses. Maybe, um, maybe we should do a cooler, a cooler animal. A unicorn. <laughs> no, not quite. No. So here's my, my thinking around it is like, I'm trying to think of a, an animal that like could like, cause when you, if you get eaten, they're going to poop you out. Like eventually not poop you out. Like, you know what I mean? But like leave your residue places. Like where could I be left? That'd be pretty cool. Um, like if my cat ate me every time my cat took a poop, my mom be like, I'm scooping up my son right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wait. So in this hypothetical world, your mom keeps the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Also, my cat weighs about six pounds, so I think it'd take over a while to get through me. Um, so I Liam said whale, but I wouldn't want to pick an animal in the ocean because the ocean just scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I get it. Scares yeah. the shit out of you. <laughs> um. Uh. I'm just trying to think of like what would be like not the least painful, but like the least like traumatic. I think I would choose a colony of naked mole rats. Oh, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that'd be pretty harmless. Like, what's something that would kill me? Like, after the first bite, you know, like I wouldn't have to suffer. You a shark. I know sharks. Are, sharks are my it's biggest in the ocean. fear. It's in the ocean. Or you could get slapped by a bear. Yeah, or a giraffe neck could fucking. Oh, true. But giraffes only eat plants, don't they? Yeah, that's true. They're herbivores. But then again, this is a ridiculous question. So why does yeah. it matter if they're an herbivore or not? I just talked about my cat eating me and my mom <laughs> scooping the feces of me. So I guess. <laughs> Logic is out the window. <laughs> um, I'd probably go. I'd probably go like a giraffe. I feel like giraffes are pretty cool out in the safari, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that one was off the head. So giraffes—the first thing I came up with. All right, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move into our top five this week. This week, um, we have our top five favorite cereals. Yeah, this one took some thinking. Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we got some controversy here. You guys said you have honorable mentions, so okay, yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, my honorable mention, I have Fruit Loops. Okay. My honorable mention. Um. Uh. So then, for number five, I have Crave. I already hate your list. Do you know what Crave is, though? Yeah, I know what it is. That cereal's it, so goddamn good. Is that the cereal with, like, the chocolate inside? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've never had that. Oh, man, it is so good. I've actually never had it either, so I shouldn't shit on you. Yeah, yeah why, so, why are you shitting on it? Yeah, so Because <laughs> Crave is so boring. No, how is it boring? I already know what one of yours is going to be. No, you don't. I guarantee you I do. Yeah, I bet you know my number five. I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> all right. That, so that's my five. Fucking crave. 
Um, okay. I, I can go. go. Okay. I can go. Uh, my honorable mention is Frosted Flakes solely for the commercial of the tiger. Frosted Flakes are good. See, they're a little bit sugary. That's that's the only like the only problem only problem I have with Frosted Flakes is that they get soggy pretty quick. That's yeah, mm-hmm. they that's they they get too soggy. If they stayed crispy, they would have been in my top 5 1000%. Mm-hmm. I my number 5, I don't know if you guys are going to like this. My number five is frosted mini wheats. No, I like it. I that's like worse it. than fucking grave. Are you, I'm trying to be healthy here, Ian. Jesus no, Christ, that one's good. They got the blueberry and the strawberry flavors. Those things are delicious. Like, like the actual wheat portion, you don't like. You don't like really like it, but to add a little bit of frosting on top of it, it's good. Plus, you think you're eating healthy, so. Cool. I'm okay see, with that. See, like I didn't go for the health route because I don't eat cereal at all. I didn't go. I didn't go for the health route either. I just went for the tastiness. Yeah, same. Like I don't remember the last time I had cereal. It's probably been years because mm-hmm. I don't wake up early enough <laughs> to eat breakfast. <laughs> okay, my honorable mention is um chocolatey De- chocolatey delight special K. Um, and oh, I then- fucking love that cereal so goddamn much. The best part about it is that, like, you get all, like, the uh, the special K at the beginning, and then the rest mm-hmm. of it is just the little chocolate pieces with the milk. Oh, yeah. Um, and my number five is vanilla almond special K. I, I knew that <laughs> yeah, was going to be it. <laughs> I know you I did. knew it. I'm, I, what can I say? I'm a sucker for vanilla almond special K. Special K is just really good cereal. It's not. It doesn't get talked about enough. I agree. I so I looked up like a list of like the best cereals, and I did not see Special K on any of them, and that's mm-hmm. horrendous. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nick, number four. My number four is Cinnamon Oat Crunch Cheerios. They are that so sounds good. really good, but I've never had them. They are so good, dude. Like it's so you got cinnamon, and then you it's obviously cinnamon flavored. Then there's pieces and mixed with like honey nut cheerios and then it's uh pieces of oat in it oh my god it tastes so good i'm gonna have to i've the only cereal i've eaten are the ones that are on my list so far i'm gonna have to broaden my cereal horizon dude i recommend trying that one that one's really good my number four it's funny that you mentioned special k i had special k with like the strawberries in it yep like special k like they do like a nice like their actual flakes are like kind of sweet, and then you add in like the strawberry, and it just makes it so much better, and it's just so good. Yeah, this is definitely a pro special K podcast. Uh, it is. They, <laughs> dude, they know how to make cereal, man. It's so good. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get hate on my number four. I have Apple Jacks. No, I, I love it. I <laughs> okay, love it. good, good. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of Apple Jacks. Whenever I see Apple Jacks, it reminds me of the commercials when we were younger of like the fucking just giant cinnamon stick always playing around with that apple. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I don't remember the last time I had Apple Jacks, but all I know is that they're really good. If we were making a top 10 list, Apple Jacks would have been mm-hmm. on it. He's okay. 100%, 100%. Okay, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three... I have chocolatey delight special K. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> it's just so good. It, like you said, Ian, having that chocolate at the end, it's just chocolate. It's like the greatest thing ever. It's a top tier cereal. It is. It's so good. 
All right, my number three, I have Fruit Loops. You just you can't go wrong with Fruit Loops. You got mm-hmm. the fruity in it, you got some sugar in it. And I think they compare really well to Apple Jacks. Yeah. And, like if I I think those two are very comparable. And it's the only reason I put Fruit Loops ahead of them is because Apple Jacks, I don't really like I don't like cinnamon. So that's why I kind of downgrade. Oh, it. I'm a big cinnamon guy. Oh, not guy. a cinnamon guy? I am not a cinnamon guy. Mm. No. Yeah. Oh. That's not that uncommon though. I feel I I found that out. Not a lot like not as many people as you think like cinnamon. I'm a big cinnamon fan. Yeah. Um, okay, my number three is Honey Nut Cheerios. Kind of boring. Hey, but... It's a classic. It's a classic. And also, there's nothing better than drinking the milk after your Honey Nut Cheerios yeah. have been sitting in there with that like whole milk and a little bit of honey flavor. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, quick question. Do you guys put milk in your cereal or no? Yeah, of course. Because I don't. I, I don't like the milk. Wait, do you you never do it? No, like I just eat the cereal dry. I, I mean, this, don't fuck yourself. I mean, your your whole list is just void then. <laughs> I, I don't like milk. I, I don't like I don't like it when the it gets soggy. Okay, I don't like milk either. But putting cereal in the milk and then having this flavored milk makes it so much better. Okay, so I. I don't drink milk either. Neither so do I, I. I hate milk. Neither do I. I only use it for cooking or cereal. Yeah. Okay, good. We're a, we're an anti-milk podcast. I love it. I mean, Liam, I, I do recommend you try it, though, <laughs> for cereal. I, I have. When I was younger, I did, like, drink it, like, put the milk in, but it just made everything soggy. I didn't like that. Okay, I guess you just got to be a quicker eater. Like, I'm just like a vacuum, so. <laughs> um. Also... Having like having dry cereal as like a snack though is fine to me. Like that's totally normal. No, it's yeah. I I don't have a problem with it, but like, I I would rather have it with milk. Oh, same, same. But it's yeah, that's fine if that's your preference. But <laughs> I I would just rather have it with milk. But that's all. <laughs> all right, am I up now again? Yeah. Yes. Okay, my number two. I have fruity pebbles. I think fruity See, pebbles, I don't. I don't like that. Mm, I I think fruity pebbles are miles better than Fruit Loops. I didn't have Fruit Loops on my list, so. Yeah, I fruity pebbles. I know they get soggy fast, mm-hmm. but they keep they keep the flavor, man. It, they're just really good. I'm a, I'm a big fruity pebbles kind of guy. I so, I guess I don't I don't mind the flavor, but I just don't like having like that many small things in my <laughs> mouth at once. <laughs> Reminds me of like insects. <laughs> oh god! Like I like having my cereal be like a little like like bigger chunks. So do you not like Cocoa Krispies either? Then no. Okay, that's fair. All right, my number two, Ian. You're gonna like this. I have Honey Nut Cheerios as, as my number yeah. two. It's a good. It's a good cereal. It it seems like on the outside it seems like just bland, but that little bit of honey on top of like the Cheerios, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So you don't even like, like the best part of honey nut Cheerios are drinking the milk afterwards. Have you never done that? No, see, I don't think that's the best part. I like the honey like glaze, like adding a nice oh, little sweetness to it. Okay. Um, my number two, peanut butter cap and crunch. That was an honorable. That was going to be another honorable mention. Absolutely delicious. 
Um, I feel like that cereal like does not get soggy fast at all, which is why it's one of my favorite. And it's just like Captain Crunch is good, but the peanut butter Captain, oh man, it's 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 almost undefeated. Yeah, and peanut butter except by my number one. Yeah. Oh, I I I think we have the same number one. I think we all do. Really? But you said you didn't like cinnamon. Oh, then we don't have the same number one. <laughs> Nick and I have the same number yeah, one. Yeah, okay. number one is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and that is the best cereal yep. of all time, and it's Facts. not even close. It's Facts. not even close. Yep. Um, we were talking about drinking the milk afterwards. Oh, my God. No, I would dr- I, If they sold the cinnamon milk in gallons, I would buy it off the shelves, dude. I, w- I, would, I would sell out the store. It's Yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my favorite cereal ever. It's so, so good. Yeah. Okay, I might get heat on this one then. My favorite cereal, my number one, is Lucky Charms. No, no heat for me. Uh, I enjoy I, Lucky Charms. I, I I think they're just overrated. I, um, see, you, you, just, you just have them for the marshmallows. You, yeah, see, you know what I do is I eat all the like cereal, and I put the marshmallows off to the side, and then when I'm done with the cereal, I eat all the marshmallows by the spoonful. I just keep going back to the cereal, dude. I mean the milk. I, yeah, without having milk in that, that <laughs> yeah, I, when that's like you're eating chalk then with all those goddamn marshmallows. Mm, not really. You get used to it. I've been doing it for twenty years, so you get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to each their own. Who am I to judge? Just know that you're wrong for not having. <laughs> yeah, just know, one. just that's know that you're wrong. All right, off topic. Anybody got any stories or things to I got, say? I've got a kitten. You have a cat? Yeah. At your house? In at, at my apartment, yeah. I came back and my two roommates surprised me with the kitten. Bring her out. It's it's not here because the two roommates went home and they bring the kitten with them. Oh, okay. So, but her name is Diamond. That's exciting. Very exciting. How old is she? nine weeks i want to say <gasps> oh, oh so just a, a baby kitten. kitten yeah oh that's i'm a i'm a big cat guy so i like that really I, yeah i i don't like cats at all see i i'm not a big cat guy but i'm starting to like get used to it the only people who say they don't like cats is people who have never had cats as a pet i don't want a cat that's a fact a pet, though you loved luca yeah i liked luca because he was chill yeah <laughs> Most cats are. No, most cats are assholes. Luca was just a different breed. Luca nope, was just different. a chonk. If I want a cat, I want a chonk. He, yeah, he was a 20-pound cat. He was a big yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, I bought an iPhone 12 Pro Max yesterday. Hey, nice. Ooh. You're in the iPhone 12 gang. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. to. I'm getting it tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Got to spend some of my Christmas money. That'll be nice. That's sick. Yeah. What phone did you have before the I 12? The, I had the 8 Plus. Okay. I have the X. I have the 10 yeah. right now. But, yeah, I'm excited to get a new phone. I don't need one, but I was like, I have some money to spend, so why not? I'm also really looking forward to the camera. That camera, by the way, is absolutely insane. Yeah, I heard you can. I was looking at reviews and they're like, dude, you can fucking shoot movies on this thing. You can. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited to 
to get it. Like for my journalism class, like I have to take pictures of stuff. Like when I go to sporting events mm-hmm. and stuff, so it'll actually That'll come, look so come good. in handy. Yeah. Instead of buying like DSLR, we'll just use my phone. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck. If it having to buy a super expensive camera. Yeah. So no, that's, that's all I got, but I'm excited for that. Noise, Nick, noise, you got anything? Um, had something and i think i forgot it that's okay yeah it's gone okay we ready to wrap it up then yes sir yes sir okay um thank you guys for listening make sure you rate and review us on apple Podcasts. share us with your friends and family follow us on twitter and instagram our links are always in the episode bio and we will talk to you guys next week we also have a tiktok now off underscore topic underscore podcast. Make sure to follow that as well. Beautiful. I didn't even know we had one yet. Neither did I. It's breaking news to me. <laughs> yeah, this is big news. <laughs> Surprise, shoddy. Okay. Make sure you go follow our TikTok as well. Um, thank you, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>